listen, it's important to know threats to your health in order to keep yourself healthy. And I'm talking mainly to guys uh, in this segment, but bladder cancer, number one of the, it's one of the biggest threats to uh, men's health. And most men know very little about it compared to other more commonly associated male cancers like prostate cancer and testicular cancer. I think we have to have a chat about bladder cancer. Dr. Shrikala Shridhar uh, from the Princess Margaret Cancer Center is with us now. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Good afternoon. So how many people are diagnosed with bladder cancer each year? Because you rarely hear about somebody saying, I have bladder cancer. Right. So bladder cancer is actually the fifth most common cancer in Canada. And in 2022, approximately 13,300 individuals were diagnosed with this disease. And sadly, about 2,500 died from it. Um, So it is an important health issue uh, for us today. And this is the fifth most common cancer in Canada. Yes, absolutely. And I think we just don't hear about it enough. And people aren't aware of many of the common symptoms associated with this cancer. Okay, let's get people familiar with the common symptoms. What are they? Yeah, so the biggest and most important symptom is hematuria, which means blood in the urine. So if you see blood in the urine, the message is to go see your doctor. In some cases, it's something else, but in some cases, it's an early warning sign of having bladder cancer. Other symptoms include frequent and urgent urination, meaning having to go to the washroom frequently. Um, Some patients experience burning or pain during urination. And difficulty urinating can also be a symptom of this cancer. Other people may notice that they have a weak stream of urine. And sometimes if this cancer is more advanced, we see uh, symptoms related to where the disease may have spread to. So if it's spread to the bones, uh, mm. patients may have back or bone pain, or if it's spread to the lungs, they may have cough. And then some of the general symptoms like energy going down, appetite going down, or weight loss. But hopefully, uh, this cancer can be diagnosed earlier because we know outcomes are better. Wow. That's a lot to you know unpack there. Uh, I want to start off with the frequent urination. I mean, that to me is a a little bit of a red flag because I can see men get to a certain age and they say, oh, yeah, I had to get up uh, a bunch of times last night uh, to use the bathroom. That's a common. I mean, it's in all kinds of comedies. The older guy always getting up and down throughout the night. Um, Is that, uh, you know, a threat to bladder uh, bladder cancer being discovered? The fact that we've gotten used to, oh, you know what? It happens. You go more often when you get older. Yes, absolutely. That's a concern. Um, I think if there's a change, if you're going more frequently, or even it's important to see your family doctor to get that assessed and make sure there's nothing else going on. And, you know, you'd mentioned prostate cancer earlier. It's important that urinary health be taken care of. And if there's a concern, the message is to go see your doctor and get checked out. I understand that the disease is more prevalent uh, among men than women. Why is that? Do we know? It's a good question. I don't think we're entirely sure why that is. It's about three to one, the ratio between men and women. There's thinking that it may be related to sort of the hormones that are different between men and women. It may relate to the metabolism of some or the breakdown of some of the chemicals people are exposed to. Of course, the biggest risk factor for this disease is smoking. And and I find that something that people aren't always aware of. And that might account in some parts for the differences between men and women, and there's some occupational exposures as well. We don't know exactly what it is, but it's important to pay attention to symptoms. Do we know how smoking is connected to bladder cancer? I think one of the thoughts is that the toxins from the smoking and the cigarettes end up collecting in the urine. 
And when it's sitting there, the urine against the wall of the bladder, it can create some some um, the disease can develop as a result of that. So, so we're still doing research in that area, trying to understand the link between smoking and bladder cancer, but it is definitely a significant link. That certainly is interesting. So, mm-hmm. you know, I know with skin cancer, there are things you can do to prevent it. You can wear sunscreen, you can stay out of the sun. What about bladder cancer? Is there anything we can do to try and prevent it? Um, the biggest thing, of course, is not smoke. stop smoking. That's the <laughs> biggest message by far, by far, by far. Right. Um, other things is to be aware of, you know, if you've had prior exposures, meaning people who've had prior cancers and had radiation to the pelvic area may be more at risk. And so it's, again, important to be aware of symptoms. Um, some of the occupational exposures may also increase the risk of developing cancer. So it's important important to be aware of those and again to be aware of symptoms. Okay, we all we know that early detection is key with any kind of cancer, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you have the bleeding, frequent urination, uh mm-hmm. if you are, you know, burning or anything like that when you go, you should get it checked out right away with your doctor. But right. is there how do you manage uh bladder cancer? Can you do that? Yeah, it's an excellent question. So early stage disease means that the cancer is limited to the inner lining of the bladder. And in that setting, what happens is a urologist will go in with a camera and actually remove the tumor. Um, They may give some additional treatments within the bladder to try to control the disease and prevent it from coming back. If the disease is going into the muscular layer of the bladder, that's a little bit more of a serious situation. And in that situation, we will start by giving chemotherapy to go after the disease that's local in the bladder, but also any little cells that are trying to escape and get away. And then that is followed by removal of the bladder. Or now we're even starting to look at ways of being able to keep the bladder using a combination of radiation and chemo. And then finally, in more advanced or metastatic disease, Chemotherapy is important as our frontline treatment, followed by immunotherapy if the disease um, is stable or progressing. And then finally, newer types of chemotherapy that are a bit more targeted, called antibody drug conjugates, are also being used. So in the advanced setting, we're seeing some significant advances in helping patients to live longer with the disease. Dr. Sridhar, I know that Bladder Cancer Awareness Month is this month, so we're almost wrapped up here. But I would love for you to wrap up this conversation with a takeaway that you really want to leave our listeners with, something uh, that you think is important that everybody get on the same page about. Yeah, the most important is if you see blood in your urine, go see your doctor. And if you're a smoker, please cut back or stop smoking. Dr. Shrikala Sridhar, thank you very much. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me. Have Take a great care. day. You may have just saved a bunch of lives, that's for sure. Princess Margaret Cancer Center is uh, where uh, Dr. Sridhar is uh, located.